Yo, yo, it's your boy, Chris Scannerberry, a.k.a. Big Skin. And it's your boy, Jamal Scannerberry, a.k.a. Big Skin. And we back, baby. We are back and bigger skin. Let me let me ask you something, brother. Yes, sir. Why? Why are so many of these NFL organizations accepting these gentlemen robbing them without a gun? You know who I'm talking about. These quarterbacks. Why are y'all accepting them robbing y'all without a gun? I call it the Brady effect. Mm, talk to me about it. And it's going to happen on and on and on and on <laughs> for our lifetime, I think. You know, when you get a quarterback that left the dynasty, left that dynasty in the year after leaving, win a Super Bowl, it's a domino effect, man. Mm. down, And organizations kind of want to see, see that happen. Even, hey, even up to myself, I feel like, you know, with the 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 astonishing play of Zach Wilson, Zach Zach Wilson in New York right. led me to the idea of thinking to myself, "Hey, what old head can we get to help lead us <laughs> to the promised land?" You know what I mean? And yeah, that's not always the answer, but at the same time, you know, I I understand why. You know, if you're if you feel like you're a quarterback away, get you a proven guy. Um, I would just stare clear of anybody 33 and up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we're going to have to talk about it. So without further ado, are you ready, Bigger Scan? Let's do it. Let's do it. And we are back in this place. And let me start it off, Sandbox. I must sit here and I must eat crow. I must eat my words because I was his biggest supporter this offseason. And he's making me look foolish. Y'all know (laughs) who I'm talking about. He's making the Wilson name look bad. Because Russell Wilson, to quote Joe Budden, it's two packs of ass. Let's ride. He is ass. Let's ride. <laughs> given, given this information, given this information, look, I ain't going to call him out in the same tongue. He ain't been playing great. But, Rogers, you in there too, my boy. Y'all four and eight. Broncos country. Let's ride. Let's <laughs> ride. So now I got to ask you, Big Scan, is it time? To move on from these veterans that are putting up donkey numbers. All right. So, I think you've made your point. Certainly understand, and I agree to a certain extent. Okay. Um, I guess let's start with Russ. Mm-hmm. Dangerous, dangerous Wilson. I don't think any Wilson in the league this year that throws the ball is good. <laughs> so we'll start there. Right. Any, anybody with the last name Wilson that throws the ball fucking sucks. You got to get you a new name. Now look, gotta now, you now you got to get you a new name. Got to get you a new name. Mike Lowry, Mike White, something, <laughs> something along those lines. Right. But I would say 
that I called this. I called this. I know this was coming. Russell Wilson, prior to this trade, was arguably one of the most overrated quarterbacks in the league. Mm. Russell Wilson started the year, each year of his career, in MVP conversations, and not each year, let me not over-exaggerate, but a good portion of the time he was touted as one of the top five quarterbacks in the league. And as the year went on, that respect and admiration for Russell Wilson diminished each year, each Mm -hmm. year, Mm -hmm. each year. But what killed me was Russell Wilson's reason for leaving Seattle. They, They created this sense of heroism for Russell Wilson throughout his entire tenure. Mm. They signed Matt Flynn years ago to the bag (laughs) and end up starting Russell Wilson and making him the franchise guy to the point to where they needed him to be the highlight of a potential Super Bowl win for Pete Carroll. Mm. With Marshawn Lynch behind him, they decided to throw a one-yard pass to beat the Patriots for for the Super Bowl. So I see where you're going with this. I got to stop you and ask you. I'm not done. I'm not done. All right, go I'm ahead. Done. I mean, I can, you know. I'll finish with this because I can go off on a tangent. But Russell Wilson throws the ball very, very high, mm. very, very far, and he hopes and prays that guys like DK and Tyler Lockett, who are speedsters, can go up and get the ball. You don't have speedsters in Denver. These guys are tactical. Jerry Judy is a route runner. Mm. Cortland Sutton is a physical guy who wants to jump up and, and win contested play, win contested play. He's not beating anybody on a go route. Mm. He's not Tyler Lockett to where he can run by guys and just catch a really, really high ball that was thrown really, really far. Russell Wilson, and I'm going to say it once, say it once again, I'm going to continue to say it, is the most overrated quarterback in the past decade. So, so, because I, mm, there was a reason I hopped on this bandwagon when they traded for him. And I got to ask you, are we for a second about to say that in his prime, he wasn't one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL? Is that what we're doing? Russell Wilson throws the ball really, really high and really, really far. And he won a really, really lot of games doing said high and far throws. Russell Wilson throws the ball really, really high and really, really far. And we have seen on countless occasions that defense wins championships. Mm. When Russ was winning a lot of games, the Seattle Seahawks defense was arguably top five or top ten each year. You had the Legion of Boom. You know who else was drafted the same year as Russell Wilson? Bobby Wagner. Bobby Mm -hmm. Wagner, one of the best linebackers the league have seen over the past decade. The defense defense was... Let me not say the defense was carrying Russ because it wasn't only the defense. That offensive line during Marshawn Lynch's time was still mediocre, but you had Marshawn Lynch. Mm -hmm. 
you know, you put receivers around Russ. You gave him a, a number one and a number two receiver on countless occasions, um, and it didn't work out, you know. Okay, so are are you are you in agreement that if you don't win a Super Bowl with the caliber team that the Seahawks was, that the year was a failure? And that would that would suffice for any team, right? Like, if you're a good enough team, if you're a playoff contention, if you're in playoff contention year by year, and you're not cutting it, that means that there's something left to question, which is why guys like Lamar Jackson isn't getting the bag. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. And I would agree with that, especially because I believe that this Broncos team roster-wise is playoff caliber, including Super Bowl caliber. But I don't believe that every Seattle team that Russell Wilson's on, especially down the stretch when Earl Thomas, Cam Chancellor, and Richard Sherman all left, were playoff were playoff in Super Bowl caliber. But he willed them to those wins. He's well, just being led by the worst coach. You know, oh I, I would look. I would love for Nathaniel Hackett and Urban Meyer to get a drink together and just figure this thing out. Because they are horrific. Right now, I would take Jeff Saturday over Nathaniel Hackett. Granted, Nathaniel Hackett sucks. Bro, he's an offensive coach, and they have the worst offense in the league. He sucks. But, but the one time Brett Rippon played this year, they played against us, New York. They lost, obviously. But Brett Rippon looked so much better than Russell Wilson has this entire year. And the locker room, these guys internally, I, you know, I don't play in the NFL, just a big fan. You know, I, 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 you know, watch it quite a bit and so on and so forth. But the faces don't lie. The, the reaction from teammates are warranted. And mm. they're going to show face. This team has been dismantled prior to the trade deadline and even after because of the fact that they went and got Russ and now they need to rebuild because he isn't it and they have to pay they have to pay this man a lot of damn money. And they got no picks. They got no picks. No picks. So how do you rebuild? You get rid of everybody good. Right. You have arguably the best one of the top a top five defensive end in the league. You have to give away. You lose your starting running back to a torn ACL and get rid of, you wave RB2. The guy who's splitting carries with. It's insane, man. And I, I, you know, not to jump off of this topic here, but I am quite fond of being right. Not, (laughs) Not only... Does Russell Wilson suck? Like I said before, the Steelers are four and seven. Okay, we're going to talk about that on another. We'll day. talk about that on another day. But I'm I just wanted to throw that out there. No, I got you. I got you. You know, push-ups gonna come and all that other nonsense. But mm-hmm. before that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. talk to me about Mister Petty Rogers, because what I'm seeing, especially, especially from this offense and in prior weeks is despicable. But I cannot deny that recently the offense has seemed to pick it up. Okay. But this Green Bay defense, too. So, 
I'm happy you said that because you, you kind of took the words out of my mouth here. I have to shoot Petty Rogers some bail here. Okay, shoot it. He is not in the same realm of being ass like dangerous for us. Well, he can still play quarterback. He can still play quarterback. In fact, he was the league MVP last year. Oh, my gosh. Now, and Russell Wilson was good last year. Well, don't, 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 uh, don't stop this take here. Okay. If we're comparing the two scenarios, Russell Wilson was good last year and got traded to an even better team roster wise. Okay. And he's ass. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is in a division that is playing better than this division has ever played. Not ever played. Don't quote me on that, but has played. This division is playing better than they have played in years. Sure. The, the Detroit Lions have won over four games. Wow. That's crazy. Right. The Minnesota Vikings are arguably a top three team in the league. Right. And the Chicago Bears have arguably the best QB out of the, the quarterback class last year. And they're all playing well. And not only that, now that we've seen Christian Watson come about, Petty Rogers is showing face. But that defense, like you said, Dookie. Dookie, Dookie, Ookie. Mm-hmm. And I can't say that it's all on Aaron Rodgers. The mm. offensive line is piss poor this year. He's getting sacked at least two to three times a game on average. And I'm just talking about an average. It's even more sometimes. I think we got to Aaron Rodgers about six times when we played him. Mm -hmm. He can't get the ball off, but when he does, he's throwing dimes. He's still playing like Aaron Rodgers, but the defense sucks. And they're in a division that's playing really, really good defense this year, from the Bears to the Vikings all the way up to the Detroit Lions, like I said before. So mm -hmm. I'm going to have to shoot Aaron Rodgers some bail, even though they suck this year. Yes, they do. I cannot – I cannot – agree to the thought of Aaron Rodgers contributing to them being sucky, much similar to Russell Wilson's con contribution to him being sucky. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, given that, you heard it here first, Sandbox. Aaron Rodgers, you might be okay. Perhaps at this point, Ben shoots for Jordan Love simply because you guys aren't going anywhere. But, but, Oh, Russell Wilson, bro. Oh, you, 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 ain't nothing, ain't nothing big scan hate more in this podcast and seeming like a fool. And you're making me look like Boo Boo the Fool. Get him out of there. Boo Boo. Get him out of there. Boo Boo. And I even agree with the take of starting Jordan Love. Give him a chance because you're not going to have Aaron Rodgers for long. Jordan Love is clearly the guy that they see as their future. He came in during an injury. Um, to Aaron Rodgers, and he played well. You and it's know? not like you're going anywhere with Rodgers anyway. Right, you know? So let the guy, let the guy rock. You sign Aaron Rodgers to a two-year extension. Let Jordan Love kind of finish things out and see what you have. Right. See what you have. And let Rippin do his thing. That said, you ready to jump into these 100-second runoffs? Biggest scan. Yeah, man, let's get it done. Let's do it. 
And we are back with another rendition of the 100 Second Runoff. And like we have been, we're going to include some basketball with football this week. To begin, I got the Dolphins versus the 49ers. And whoa, what a good game, huh? The 49ers have been balling out, and the Dolphins are led by new coach Mike McDaniels from the San Francisco 49ers. Big thing for Mike McDaniels, he's going to go to San Fran and actually beat his former head coach, Kyle Shanahan, with the speed Ooh. of his offense. You got you got Tua throwing to Tyreek and Jalen Waddle, and I don't think those corners in San Fran can keep up with those speedy receivers. Fred Warner, yeah, you can hold down the middle of the field, but Tyreek Hill is going to be all over the field. I got the Dolphins on this one. Then for the next game, I got the Jets versus the Vikings. And the Vikings have been coming on in the last couple games, and it's 1 o'clock. And you know Kirk performs his best at 1 o'clock, and that's exactly why Mike White and them boys going to catch this dubski. I know you're not excited to hear this. I know you're not expecting to hear this from your boy Big Scant, but I can't deny what that boy Sauce been doing has been truth-like, and what I've seen from this Jets defense as a whole has been real. Mike White is doing his damn job, and the Jets going to do their job against the Vikings. Let's get it. Next game, I got the Raiders versus the Chargers and a big division game right here, man. We had so much to say about this division expecting and their expectations and Joe uh, and Justin Herbert's future in the league. He still has a shot of being one of the better quarterbacks in the league. But I got the Raiders on this one, man. The Raiders Ooh. have been playing well. They're, uh, they're uh, surrounding the offense around Josh Jacobs, and it's been working. Devontae Adams leads all receivers this, year's in t- this year in touchdowns, and he's going to continue setting the record pace. I got the Raiders on this one. For the next game, I got the Titans versus the Eagles. Man, oh man, did I not expect the Titans to be in the same stratosphere that they were last year without A.J. Brown. But I forgot they got the king in the backfield. And that's crazy because the king is about to be a prince by the end of that game against the Eagles. I think the Eagles are going to run over this Titans team because the Titans don't have enough firepower outside the king. Give me the Eagles in this one. For the next game, let's get to basketball. I got a battle of the faces of the league going on here with the Lakers versus the Bucks, LeBron versus Giannis. And it is time, man. Giannis is the new face of the league to me, man. I got the Bucks on this one, man. They're led by a high-powered defense who contributes to the offense as well. They play great complimentary basketball, and the Bucks are going to win this one, hands down. And for this next game, I got the Cavs versus the Magic. I got Young Dono versus Young Paolo. And I can't help but look at this game and realize that the Magic really got them one. Because Paolo is one of one. And it's going to surprise some people, but I'm going to take his ability and what the Magic are doing against this Cleveland Cavs team. That has been balling, but they're going to sputter in this one. For the next game, I got the Heat versus the Celtics, and what a good one. The Celtics are the number one team in the East right now, and the Heat are still balling on a consistent basis. I got Jimmy Butler and the Heat actually winning this one, man. It's going to be a close game, but I think Jimmy versus Jason Tatum is going to be a matchup that everyone should want to see, and Jimmy might get the best of them this time around. I got the Heat on this one. Then for this last game, I got the Nuggets versus the Pelicans. I like what the Nuggets have in terms of Jokic. I think they have some players that have been sputtering to start the season. 
And that's exactly why I'm taking this Pelicans team, who when they have a healthy Zion, I don't think on any night anyone wants to see them. Give me the Pels and give me this stuff. Boom. And it's that time of year, man. The fantasy football playoffs are coming up upon us. So you know what we got to do. We got to talk about the fantasy football breakout player of the week. For my breakout player of the week, I got a gentleman who was touted very high. But each week, he's hot and he's cold. He's yes and he's no. But this week, he's going to be a hell yeah because he's going against his old offensive coordinator that made him get paid. The guy that put him in the position to succeed. So he's got to perform in front of Mr. Mike McDaniel. Give me Debo Samuel to go Mm -hmm. off on this Sunday. Reason being, he's going against Mike McDaniel, one, but Elijah Mitchell is hurt. From what I understand, Mm -hmm. too, Christian McCaffrey is hurt. That means Debo's got to eat. He's got to eat. His every week to eat is going to be this one. Watch him break out on this week. Some of y'all might hate me for this one, but I can't discredit the fact that this man is going to be playing against his former team. Ah. Shout out to Mr. Nasty Work himself. Mm. He is making his league debut for the Cleveland Browns at quarterback. Mr. Deshaun <laughs> oh, Watson. Gosh, you're going to get it taken off Spotify. <laughs> Listen, man, Mr. Freak Work himself is back, and he is out for a vengeance. You know, he had an opportunity to get to 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 get a chance to work out with the Browns during training camp and in the offseason. Mm-hmm. And he's been practicing with the team and just, you know, kind of taking advantage of of watching as much as he could. And I don't see how he comes into playing in in the game this weekend here and just being oblivious to what the, the Browns have going on. I got Deshaun Watson having a field day. David Njoku has been balling out. Amari Cooper has been balling out. Nick Chubb has been balling out. He has everything he needs to make this this offense run runs as smooth as can be. I got Deshaun Watson as my breakout player this year, man. If you got Deshaun, start Mr. Nasty Work himself. The sad part is, and I mean this sad part, is... The Browns didn't do terribly while they were waiting for him to come back. They can make a late run here if Deshaun actually come on and play some football instead of playing with. Never mind. <laughs> no, but you know, <laughs> instead of instead of yeah, never mind. <laughs> yeah, right. But that division is is still questionable. You know, mm-hmm. we have the the damn Ravens who lost to. And they fatally flawed, bro. Yeah. We have the Steelers who's who the coattail has ran its last thread. Okay. And then we have the Bengals who lost Jamar Chase. And we don't know who they are week by week. Mm. I might have the Browns winning this division if, if it all plays out. Yeah. It's going to get spicy down the stretch. It's going to get spicy, man. It's going to get spicy. Yes, sir. I like the take, though. I mean, I like the take. He's got to do something when he comes back. But let's jump to the no-go game of the week. I got the Bulls versus the Kings. reason why this is no-go is that the Bulls have been playing some real good ball. They play together well, 
But this Kings team will run up a scoreboard, man. Sabonis is really all they've ever desired at that position. Mm -hmm. Sabonis is what they wanted from Marvin Bagley, really. And, like, they're they're playing some serious ball. So I'm going to go ahead and pick the Kings, but I ain't picking them on my bread. You know what? I like that take. Really, really like Mike Brown as a coach. Um, he's a championship pedigree style coach. Darian Fox is playing really, really well, and his teammates love him. Yeah, Keegan Murray, he had an he's... early, early season. Um, he was an early, early year candidate for Rookie of the Year. I don't know where he's at now with that, mm-hmm. but Keegan Murray, somebody scary to look out for. And like you said, Sabonis, Sabonis mm-hmm. is is elite at that power forward position. And in many cases, underrated. I'm going to have to go with the Kings on this one, actually. I like it. I like it. And for the for show game of the week, go ahead and put your bread down. It stinks. I have been able to come on this pod and give y'all a good bing bong. And I still ain't going to be able to. I got the Cavs versus the Knicks. And I got to go with the Cavs. I love what the Cavs are doing in their backcourt. But I also love what they were able to do. Um. But their front court, too, signing Evan Mobley, signing Jared Allen, getting those guys going, and they have a formidable team. Kevin Love is playing fun. He's having a good time again. And the Knicks are still trying to figure out what they do well. So give me the Cavs and put your bread down on this. Thank me later. Mm. Cool take. But for me... What? This one is actually closer than you think. Okay. I'm going to have to shoot a bing bong everybody's way, man. Shout out to the Knicks. The the front court of the Cavs may be a bit limited with the loss of uh, Jared Allen. He's day-to-day. Karis LeVert, you know, you got Donovan Mitchell. Karis LeVert may be coming off the bench, and he may be sixth man of the year if they ever get him back, but he's out with an ankle injury. And I don't know. I think I like the fact that R.J. Barrett and uh, Julius Randle have been playing well. And, hey, why not, man? I don't see the Cavs going. I see the Cavs making the playoffs, but I don't see them being the team that everybody thinks they are. Give me the Knicks and a big bing bong. Got you. This is going to be funky here, Sandbox. Check back in. And lastly, you know we got to get into the good games. We're going to start this one off with the Pats versus the Bills. Y'all already know how I'm rocking. Y'all already know how I'm rocking. And it's because not only am I always finna rock with the Pats, y'all need to be watching Josh Allen now. He's getting a little turnover happy. I think he's missing Brian Dayball calling those plays. He gets near the red zone, and he gets a little funny money with with the honey. And this is not the defense you want to do that against. Give me the Pats at home, man. Uh, clear bias, but you're wrong. I got Josh Allen, man. He's 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 out here, and he's ready to make a statement. He hasn't been playing well, as you mentioned. He kind of fell, fell out of this MB, MVP race. But at the same time, he knows what it takes to win this division, and he needs to do that this year. Give me the Bills, man. Josh Allen is going to have a field day against Belichick's defense. And I got the Bills on this one, man. Stephon Diggs haven't skipped a beat all year. Gabriel Davis hasn't either. And they've made some moves to add to the running back uh, room with uh, acquiring Naheem Himes. 
And we'll see. We'll see if Josh Allen gets the chance to put himself back in an MVP race. But I actually got them winning this one. Oh, I can't wait to talk my shit on Friday. <laughs> but we're going to save it for then. Give me this Chiefs versus the Bengals game, a rematch of the AFC Championship game. And I'm going to go the same direction. I love what the Chiefs are doing on offense. I think their defense is coming alive. But I cannot pick against the moxie of Joe Brady. I mean, Tom Burrow. I mean, the mm-hmm. gentleman in Cincinnati because this guy leads a team better than any quarterback that I see doing it right now. I'm not saying he's the best athlete or the best thrower. He is the best leader of the squad, and he's going to lead this team to victory against Hey, man, what's scary is that Joe Mixon has been off and on this entire year. Right. Then you lose Jamar Chase. Are you dumb? I got the Chiefs on this one, man. Shout out to Remy Ma and the Are You Dumb slogan. But yeah. I got the Chiefs on this one. I got the Chiefs winning in in convincing fashion, too. Oh, This division, the AFC North, has been so... Uh, I want to say they've just been so off and on. You know, mm. we don't know what to expect out of these teams week by week. They're winning against teams that they need to beat. They're losing against teams that they, you know, they're winning against teams that you wouldn't expect them to beat. And then they're losing against teams that you wouldn't expect them to beat. Yeah. So, um, you know, shout out to uh, Pat Mahomes. He is the league, le- league leader in the MVP race right now. So give me the Chiefs on this one. I feel like I feel like you're just taking a low hanging fruit, but I right, we're gonna check back in. We're gonna check back in, and we're gonna see this. And I want y'all to keep bigger skin honest because when he loses these takes, somebody got to keep him honest and accountable. You know, I appreciate that, and I appreciate the accountability because that's what I'm all about. Mm-hmm. But right now, I'm two for two. Russell Wilson is ass, and the Steelers <laughs> are ass. So. There you go. Let's follow up with Big Scan next week, man. Oh, for sure. For sure. This has been super dope. We really love continuing the podcast. And we're hoping to continue to grow in many different ways in the future. So you guys got to stay tuned for that. Yes, sir, man. We appreciate you guys. Love you guys endlessly. Thank you for all the support. For everyone who's been with us since day one, we appreciate y'all. Big Scan, bigger Scan, we out. Boom.